Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. Instant analysis time after a – wow, what a – It's a just crack. a Coke. It's just a what Coke. What a crack of a Coke star right there. That's Coke? such a tough scene. I'm not Seven, laughing. Bills 17. Thanks. Raven, Ra- Ravens 3. Uh, as the Ravens season ends in the divisional round of the playoffs for the second consecutive year, a uh, abomination uh, of a performance, certainly by the score um, and an uneven performance throughout that ultimately you do not get rewarded in playoff time when you score three points. Lamar Jackson ends the season in the locker room. Tyler Huntley ends the season as the Ravens quarterback. Um, and ultimately, the the Ravens in a, and Banks, you called it a rock fight on Twitter in the middle of the second quarter. Ultimately, lose a rock fight. Um, and and uh, Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs in the Bills defense were just a little bit more up to the task uh, than the Ravens throughout this game. But I will, uh, Banks, I will allow you uh, to go for it first here. There's uh, <clears throat> there's few franchises that understand what rock fights look like and what they mean, like the Ravens, the entire OOs that whole decade was just rock fight central, you know, Ravens Steelers, you know, Ravens Titans early in that decade, it was all about rock fights and with the wind and the weather conditions out there and, and how these two teams are constructed, it was easily foreseeable that this could be a rock fight and that's what it turned out to be. And rock fights come down to one play or two plays that really define the entire game. And that wasn't that play wasn't ours tonight. We didn't make that play. Uh, Lamar has been the best quarterback in football in the red zone for two and a half years. He has not made a single mistake, no interceptions. Tonight he made a fatal error. He made a really tough error, and I don't really know much more what to say about it. It just sucks. Fucking sucks. I there's not really much more to say I mean we're going to talk about this on a podcast here for you know 20 30 40 whatever minutes here but sometimes rock fights just come down to one play and and you know that's that's what it came down to tonight and Lamar Lamar made a mistake and uh he wasn't alone in making mistakes tonight but they weren't enough to not overcome but that was the one that obviously sticks out I mean that's <clears throat> at, at worst, if he sails that ball over the back of the end zone, we take three points. It's a 10-6 game, and we're right there in it, you know? And uh, Or even if Mark Andrews, like, is able to grab a little bit more of his ankle at the goal line or the one-yard line, whatever, it's 10-3, and they're backed up against the goal line, and the game is still in hand. They, they took it to the house. Again, this is another situation where the Ravens – and the OOs know exactly what that means. You know, we had to read multiple times, go 108 yards to the house. I mean, it's a game-changing play. The Bills made that play tonight, and it, it just fucking sucks that that's the way it went. Because you look at the statistics, and, like, I hate doing this. I fucking hate how many times I feel like we've had to do this with this Ravens football team. You look at the box score. You look at the team stats. You've got 340 yards to the Ravens, 220 to the Bills. But what the fuck does it matter? What does it matter? Like we lost, we lost, and then McCarry with the with the with the snaps. It's frustrating as hell. Lamar getting knocked out, fucking blows. It's terrible. I don't know what what more to say about it, other than like 
if there's if there's some solace to take in it, it's the fact that it was kind of a swift and clean death at that point. I mean, Huntley did all he could. Like he he kind of kind of put us he kind of gave us a chance there. Dobbins catches that third third and goal, and I don't know if he scores, but he gets close, changes the fourth down at least. And uh, if they punch it in there, like they've got a little tiny bit of life. But ultimately, I I had my blog written and ready to publish, and. Uh, I didn't publish it because they missed the field goal to make it 20 to three. But I mean, the game is over as soon as Lamar's hit, head hit the turf there. That was, that was ball game. And uh, it sucks that he didn't have a chance to redeem himself after the terrible mistake that he made. And them's the breaks. So, um, you know, to answer your stupid Coca-Cola crack there, Eric. I was thirsty. Still a bit parched. I'm, uh, I'll be drinking some tonight. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's an interesting box score to look at. Um, and, and you make, you make a lot of good points in there. I think, I think ultimately, um, and we talked about this throughout the year is at times this Ravens team, uh, beat itself. And it wasn't necessarily just through turnovers or through obvious mistakes, but through a accumulation of a lot of things. And when you outgain when you outgain a team 340 to 220, you have to start to look and see why you have three and they have 17. And obviously the pick six is gigantic. It's the biggest play in the game. The Ravens are either going to be down 10 six um, or they're going to be tied 10 to 10 if they do what they've done in the right red zone. So, um, so many times, but they made other big mistakes with negative plays. First drive of the game, Lamar takes a sack. He can't take that drives you out. Tucker ends up missing the field goal. Uh, the Sam cook punt is awful. I don't remember the last time I saw him hit a punt like that. Tucker misses two field goals. And look, it was a terrible night to kick a terrible night to kick. And I don't want to get after Justin Tucker too much, but when you're a hall of famer, and that is the talk around you. You got to make two out of three. You can't miss two. You can't doink them. And Tucker knows that, and he would be the first one to say that. And I'm as we when we talked to him on the pod, he said he remembers the one he misses. He will remember those two for a long time because that does those three points in a game like this. Those six points were very very big. Um, but the Ravens just killed themselves in the states. I mean, I mean, we can talk about the snapping a lot. It's a, it's a, it was a huge issue throughout the game, not just in the ones where Lamar was able to save himself and the one where he got concussed, but there are other play other like two plays before the pick. It's a bad snap that, that he can't handle or not a, a snap. He can't handle Lamar can't handle um, that kind of gets them behind what they were trying to do probably inside um, at first and goal. So uh, the Ravens defense played very well in this game. I mean, you, you can't really ask for much more just by looking at the stat sheet, Josh Allen, 206 yards of TD look digs at this point, the way he's playing the heater he's on is going to get his for the most part, the Ravens contained him in terms of chunk plays, but Steph is so good right now. I mean, he he's just, and, and it's a, as a Ravens fan, I think you watch that and you go, God, why can't we have a number one receiver like that? With that said, Hollywood Brown was not awful in this game. Who is, I guess at this point, the Ravens number one receiver. Mark Andrews, four catches on 11 targets is pretty glaring. Ravens could not get the running game going and they couldn't make the adjustment um, to do anything else offensively. And, and you have to say Lamar Jackson was not good in this game. He was not good in this game. Um, and that's the Ravens are not going to win a lot of games when he's not good. Yeah. He really didn't break any runs. His, he, he created some plays, especially rolling out to his right. And uh, those were chunk plays. And we just, it just never felt like we were able to parlay them into anything meaningful. 
I mean, we got the one field goal uh, when we did, but like, it just sucks. I mean, I, yeah, um, there's to some degrees, I'm at a loss for words. Um, there's so many thoughts running through my head and a lot of them relate to what this means for the franchise long-term. And I don't think that this is the podcast for that. I think that's maybe, maybe on Wednesday when we record for this week's episode, but, um, I, I'm at a bit of a loss. I just, I'm, I'm bummed out for sure. I think that it, 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 I don't know how much we've touched on this yet, if at all, but I thought the defense was so good tonight. They, the defense really played. I mean, they, they held the, the, the bills to 10 points. If, if you told me that they were going to hold the bills to 10 points defensively, I would have said we won this game 99 times out of a hundred. They did their, their job so freaking well. And we waited for pretty much most of the season to have this many guys healthy and ready to go. And this was it. I mean, the last two weeks they had their guys and the defense, the defense by the end of all this was the strong suit of the team. And I don't know if that's surprising, but um, the fact that they were finally able to, to get to full strength and play the way that they did. And we weren't able to capitalize it is, is, is really disappointing, really disappointing. And going deeper into you for the defense, they've given up what 10 points the last seven quarters. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they again, they shut Tennessee down after that first quarter. I mean, they, they were, and again, just to kind of pick up where you guys left off. I mean, I thought the defense was great tonight. Like you didn't, and it was weird because Diggs had the eight for one Oh six, but it didn't even seem like that. Like I looked up and was yeah. like, how does he have 80 yards? Like it was a quiet, when he was at 80, that's a great point. Somebody else, uh, somebody texted me and said, this is a quiet 80 yards. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he wasn't breaking big ones in, and they were trying them deep. And, and I mean, they were just, it was just great coverage by, by Marlon and Peters and, and Jimmy. I know they were highlighting Jimmy a lot. Um, I, I did see a good point too. Uh, where obviously the last play of the third quarter was that the Lamar hit. And they were saying that, I guess it looked like the Ravens were rushing to get in one more play when they should have just let the quarter expire. Then you're going with the wind. And, and because they were rushing, maybe that messed up the snap and, and it just obviously just snowballed from there. But I don't know. I mean, that's obviously hindsight's 2020, but it, it, and I think banks, like you had said, how it was kind of just a quick death. Um, I mean, it just seemed to snowball again. Th- that game was great for 44 minutes. It was a, it was a, I, I the Ravens were in yeah, it. And then it, was, it just, when it went, it went. And it was, yeah, yeah, it, it was, was and it, it was scary to see Lamar because you could tell lo- when Lamar didn't get up and was laying there. And it's like, oh, okay. He, like, he always pops up. And I don't know if you saw he Bozeman, does. but Bozeman was getting animated with the refs. And, and so that's when it was like, oh, this, this could be bad. And, and again, I, I agree with you. I mean, Obviously, once Lamar went out, the, the game was pretty much over. Yeah, I mean, I j- immediately jumped onto the blog and typed up pretty much exactly what got posted. And then, you know, Huntley went out there and kind of held it together a little bit. The Bills just played soft cushion defense where we were able to pick up some yards and kind of like kept the faintest little bit of hope alive. And so that's why I didn't publish it. But my blog was ready to go game over with like 13 minutes left in the fourth. Oh, I, 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 mean, I saw the banks is editing. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, this game was over and I, you know, I poured myself, poured myself, uh, you know, a, a, a tall one and, 
and I took my swig and I said, Oh man, this is, uh, this is not good. My man's, this is not good. And, uh, yeah, I just sucks. Just freaking sucks. Ultimately the, the Ravens, the Ravens mantra, um, the last, whatever it has been month, five weeks, whatever has been finish. And on offense, they did not finish in any capacity. Yeah, um, they didn't finish drives at least. Did not finish drives. Did not finish drives. As you said, RDT, I, the defense. I, you cannot ask for much more. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they. This has been a really potent Bills attack, and they the Bills essentially said, "We don't think we can run the ball, so we are just going to toss it every single time." I have not seen anything like what they did. The that first was half. unbelievable. They just unbelievable. They they didn't even put in any, you know, RPOs with Allen, which I really thought they were going to do. I thought they were going to use Allen's legs to get the Ravens a little off balance and then allow them play off that a little bit. They, I mean, they ran play action, but I, I don't even know why he would have bit on anything. Um, and Allen was fine tonight. It was it looked like a tough look, like a tough night to throw as well. Yeah. Quarterbacks. But this Ravens offense, I, I mean, it was not good. And and, and uh, we, we hate to say this for our guys, the Wolfpack but a tough night for the Ravens on special teams. I mean, a big play that I don't think is going to get that much press is Justin Tucker buries Andre Roberts in the corner on the first on the kickoff to open the uh, half half, and they don't cover. And he runs to the 34. So it gave him an extra nine or, or whatever that got the bills going a little bit on that drive. It's not a huge, huge play. I don't you, know that I got, agree completely on that, you but. Bury a guy, but you bury a guy back there. You want to tackle him at the 19 and then in, in a game where field position was so big, that was still a big 10 yards, especially. If yeah. Yeah. It, it, I can't say that it didn't have an effect. I mean, that was the one offensive touchdown. That was drive the, the one offensive game. touchdown drive. But I think game. that that drive was really made by <laughs> ironically the fact that the bills didn't run the football whatsoever in the first half they came out and they mixed that in like brian dayball like i said this in my blog i thought he made a great adjustment to open that second half mm-hmm. um i don't know if that was designed like before the game had even been started or what but they seemed to have um scripted plays going into that second half and they, they mixed in some runs Finally, you saw, you know, Josh Allen pull and, and run one out to the left and pick up. So they kept, they kept creating short down distances, which was kind of the Ravens MO. And they just drove and marched right down the field. And um, they saw a mismatch there to digs on the goal line and they executed and they capitalized and they scored. And uh, it was bound to happen at some point in the game and to limit them to one touchdown drive is just a Herculean effort by Wink Martindale. It can't be said enough how great a job him and his unit did tonight. And it just, it just felt like Lamar answered by marching down the field until, until he didn't. And um, I'm going to be thinking about that play for a long time. That was a nine minute drive too. That, that drive took. The Bills didn't get the ball back until, Um, um, you know, last, handful of seconds of the fourth or the third quarter if not in the fourth quarter yeah it was well because the last play that third quarter was the lamar concussion and then it was huntley who had yeah, that's right so they didn't even run or the offensive didn't even come back on the field exactly yeah. so like that I, I i am in strong support of the way that the ravens uh play their possessive football well you know like the way that they do 
there there's downsides to that obviously and that's when you you make mistakes like you did tonight because suddenly you're out of clock in order to try to mount a comeback and um geez a nine minute drive to give seven to the other team i mean that is just, it's, it's- it's a it's backbreaker. A, it's, it's a death sentence. It's it really is. It's I I thought I was thinking I'm like if the Ravens score here, then again we're tied up. We're tied and up. Like, new game. We're, and and just like I was saying, a, a rock fight. Yep. Tie game. One quarter to play. With the way that the Ravens defense had been playing for the entire game, I, I you know I liked our chances. It was still probably a coin flip from there on, but you know I'll take my chances there. And, and what about yeah. what about the tackling on? The, the, the interception return. Did it seem like everyone was standing around just looking or? I don't like, know. I, Andrew's kind of missed the tackle there. It's, it's, a, it's, it's jailbreak. It's, it's hard mm-hmm. to really script and, and uh, you know. You're in such just, a tough spot when the guy catches it with a little – with right at the top of the yeah. goal line because everyone is then behind him. So, mm-hmm. at that point, it's a straight yeah. chase down except for the quarterback. And, look – Lamar is obviously an amazing athlete. You've He's got not going to track the guy block down with a convoy. Yeah, I mean, you got to track the, track the guy with a guy down with a convoy. It was a weird point, actually. Collinsworth said on the replay, he goes, "Okay, you throw an interception, fine, but now John, you got to go be make the, the tackle." I was like, "No, you just can't throw. A, 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 you can't make a horrendous decision in the red zone in a playoff game, like." No disrespect to Lamar, but like that's the criticism. Like he made a horrendous stare down decision. Yeah, there's no. Two I mean, ways there's about it. there's nothing you can. I mean, we like to sit here and and praise Lamar, and we praise him as much as he needs to get praised. I mean, he loses the game on that play essentially at that point. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's there's time to come back. It would have been an incredible comeback from two scores if the Ravens had mounted it. Probably would have required them maybe going into overtime, but. That's the, I mean, that is so much the game right there. And Lamar stares down Mark Andrews, which, you know, he can't do in that spot and throws a red zone interception for, I think what's the sets the first time ever. Um, yep. A couple other things. Uh, the Ravens over three in the red zone. Uh, big stat Ravens. Once again, more penalties, eight penalties, for 59 bills, two for 11. Um, the uh, the roughing the passer on Josh Allen, not that it made much of a difference, was a terrible call. Uh, that was a flop. I I it was a flop. Yes, you also just can't you can't you can't do it, but you, you can't. can't I mean, you can't make that call in that game, in uh, my opinion. Yeah. But that's 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 me, and I'm obviously a little biased. Yeah, um, it's a tough call. It's a t- yeah, it's a tough call. The Ravens tough call to accept as well. I not felt like they've gotten a great and I, I don't want to sound like a ref guy because I hate ref people Ravens have gotten a tough I think a decently tough whistle in these two games but they also haven't put themselves in position to, to necessarily capitalize on yeah. getting a good one so it's I think it's a wash I don't think it really the I don't think the officials really played a part in either of the two games um, for the most part but yeah I, I mean if you like you said we'll get more into the, I think the, the post-mortem from like uh, what do the Ravens need to do and make sure people send like send us questions I think that will be a lot of our pod on uh on Wednesday, kind of answering a lot of that. Um, and, and we can take some more time, but yeah, this is, I think this will be a tough one to swallow. I mean, this is a game that was right there for you when you limit a team that's so offensive like that to, to 17. And as RDT said, you With really 10. only got 10 because you gave seven away. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought, I, I mean, I guess going to the individual performances, I mean, I think 
Um, I think the, I mean, I think the Ravens secondary is just really good. I mean, I, they really coming together. That it's the, the worst. And as you said, Dick's got, Dick's got some of his, but like the worst part is you would have loved to see, cause I think Kansas city will be Cleveland tomorrow. You would have loved to see this Ravens secondary kind of coming into its own. This Ravens even coming into its own, get another shot at the chiefs. And that's yeah, almost no doubt one of the more disappointing parts of this loss is that your defense has come such a long way since the Monday night game against the chiefs. And ultimately the offense let them down. I mean, it's just, that's sort of the, there's no two ways about it at this point. You know, you got to want to talk about one guy, on though, one guy who on the offense who did, who's, and honestly, he showed up in every playoff game that, that he's played is yep. Marquise. Yeah. He, he yeah. made some I'm huge sorry, catches, huge catches in this. And game. he, and he runs a great route to get open for Huntley. And that would have been one of the more un- improbable plays in Ravens history. Now, and Huntley, since that was early down, or was that win? Yeah. It was downwind. It was downwind. Here's when I knew that the wind was a serious factor. Um, well, you could have, you could have figured that out on. It, we missed the it. kick on the opening drive, but the Bills had the ball, and I think that they converted a first down on their first play, and then it was first and ten. Allen got pressured, rolled out right, and he threw the ball away. But I saw the ball sail like in a way that like the wind pushed it another four or five yards further downfield than mm-hmm. he probably wanted it. And I was like, wow, that was kind of like either he just chucked it or the wind. Really so I was like, wow, this, you know, for the viewers at home, the wind is blowing from left to right downfield. And I could really tell that it was a factor. And then we saw, you know, Diggs had two or three steps on a guy and then the throw went over his head. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, Huntley, Huntley did the same. So, it, um, it, it's obviously hard to know because you're not in the stadium, so you don't know when the specific gusts are happening. So you it's can't see, yeah. It's all that speculation. I, I did love the package they did when they came back from the break where they showed the Huntley throw. It was essentially in the exact same spot as the Allen throw yeah, that Diggs yeah. that you're with, talking with about. The little pro tracer. With, with the little pro tracer. Yeah. Uh, it's I, on the Huntley throw specifically, there was a little pressure up the middle in his face, and I felt like he didn't get to totally step into the throw. So he kind of yeah. just like he kind of flew it. And I Honestly, we haven't watched him play enough to even kind of know what he looks like when it's like good. So it's kind of hard to like, it's kind of hard to judge him. There's no baseline. The people had asked all all season. The people really had, and we hadn't had enough. (laughs) I guess to do the 30 seconds on Tyler Huntley. Yes, they were playing super soft. I thought he showed a lot of composure in that spot. It didn't look too big for him. Um, They kind of ran down his his numbers at Utah. You know, he played well at Utah. Was first team Pac-12 in a you know, in a, I guess in a conference that had Justin Herbert. So, you know, um, but they, uh, I, I thought he showed some composure and ran the ball. Know, well. he, he, he took what they gave him and they got down the field and uh, he put it in a spot for Mark Andrews to catch it. It's really all you can ask the kid to do. I mean, he was, uh, he was valiant. I'll, I'll give him a valiant, a valiant effort type. It's of, all you can, uh, it's all you can do. I don't think it's any consolation so, to anybody, but um it's another question as to what the backup quarterback position looks like. That's a conversation for another day, but um, yeah. one we can have on, uh, we can run down the positions on uh, Wednesday. On Wednesday or any, any time in the next eight months. And that's, yeah. that's what uh, freaking another sticks. guy offensively is Patrick McCarry will not get a lot of winks of sleep tonight, unfortunately. No. And it's like, it's, it's, it's ironic to a degree just because Matt Scarro was, was the, uh, the villain or whatever you want to call it scapegoat in, in new England. 
and uh, he had some tough trials and tribulations. And um, it was interesting. We saw him, we saw him in the game and, and he recovered that fumble on maybe the second drive of the game. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, Skura, he's in the game. That's okay. You know, great job by him chasing the play down, like, and not quitting on a play and being there to recover a fumble. But I was like, wow, it's, this is kind of interesting to see him back in there and getting some run, but um, yeah, tough for Patrick McCary and Harbaugh. I want to say that what Michelle Tafoya said or or somebody said coming out of half that Harbaugh specifically said the snaps are, uh, are tough in the wind. And I, I, I kind of understand that because you actually like when you snap the ball, a lot of times you just kind of like knuckle it back it there. Yeah. You, you, you knuckle it back there, which, mm-hmm. you know, knuckle anything doesn't, doesn't pierce the wind. Well, it can wobble. It can get, it can hang up. And then, just and, and this is, it, yeah. this is going to be like real, uh, you like to call it what inside baseball Taylor, but um, mm-hmm. when, when Sam cook kind of shanked that punt, I looked to my, my buddy to my left and I said, like, and you know, having, having punted in some, some nefarious conditions there, there's, there's probably 18 inches or so between where you drop a punt from your hand down to your foot and the way the ball needs to hit your foot and needs to be dropped in a very precise manner in those 18 inches it, it the the amount of precision required to punt effectively is is pretty significant and if you drop the ball down to your foot and that wind affects it you know two centimeters in either direction it can it can greatly affect the way that you punt a ball and i don't think that it was the wind necessarily in the air of that punt that affected sam cook's punt i would have to to guess that the wind on the drop from his his hand down to his foot is what caused that. Um, and, and, yeah, and, and there's, I, there's 90 seconds. Let me talk about punts. <laughs> yeah, no, I, but I, I think, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that was the wind in the air for sure. I think you're right. I think it was something on the execution of the kick. And I think there's, he, I mean, this was a brutal night to kick footballs there. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, that's no the bottom line. Tyler there, Bass, the evidence too. is all there. Tyler yeah. Bass. I mean, Bass, <laughs> Bass, to say Tucker. Six. I mean, even the one that Tucker made almost hit the upright, uh, it would have been interesting to watch those two teams kick extra points had there been more touchdowns scored because that probably would have made a difference in the game. Uh, very tough night. Very tough night to kick footballs uh, for both teams. But, yeah, the Ravens special teams, which is such a str- you know such a strength, obviously, uh, just was not able to execute as well as they would have liked tonight, and I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will be upset about it. Uh, yeah, I think we will get to more. I don't know if you guys have any more specifically on this game. I mean, in, in a way, and this is tough to say, I mean, Nice for the Bills, a franchise that has had a lot of tough times. At least if you're going to lose to a team, I hate doing that. But yeah, nice I was going to I was going to say the same. I wrapped up my blog in the same way. You you have to to first. I mean, first you have to tip your cap a bit. I mean, like I said, it's a rock fight. Either team can win a rock fight, and uh, we made the mistake, and the Bills didn't. And uh, they didn't turn the ball over, and and that's 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 how it goes in a rock fight. You got to tip your cap um, as much as it hurts to uh, to the Bills for doing so, and uh, they hung tough, and they won the game. So I truly wish them the best. Yeah, like I, we said on the podcast last week, we they don't really have hateable characters. They're 
they're very happy go lucky and you can tell how thrilled they are to be here. And, um, you know, they're going to be, I, I expect them to be foes, uh, for the foreseeable future. And, uh, hopefully we have our chance at them again. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. So, you know, credit to them. I was going to say the bills fans, they are having fun with the, bad news for the bills tweet which is to be expected oh yeah i think everyone has fun with that yeah it's but that's win or loss it's 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 fun it's fun it's 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 and don't don't you think for a second that that's going anywhere no it'll be back in september do we tell them that we're getting a billboard up uh next to the stadium (laughs) as long as no one's going after the joe flacco birthday tweet just stay away from Uh, joe stay away from joe tonight stay away from joe tonight um i know i mean my final thing is kind of just it it's it's rough seeing Lamar go out like that, especially, I mean, it really is in a way because he's, I mean, again, the guy, he just gets hate all over and um, for him to go out that way. And again, you knew it was bad when he didn't get up. I, I mean, he's literally gotten up every single, every, every play. He, he, and, he and seems to make it a point to get up. Yes. Like it's quick too. To yeah. Like I, I, I specifically remember like Jerome Bettis would do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he always made sure to jump up to send a message to the other team that the like, defense, hey, man, shit. It's you, not, you're, it's yeah, not you're not getting to me. And Lamar is doing that, not just send a message to the defense, but I think to send a message to everyone that, mm-hmm. Hey, my style of football is sustainable and it fucking stinks. It fucking blows that a play that could have happened to any quarterback. Um, honestly, I don't know how many quarterbacks get back to that football and pick it up and have a or the chance first to one. throw it or away. The first one, too. Or the first one. I don't know how many quarterbacks get back to that football and have an opportunity to be susceptible to the hit that he took. And that it's just it's it's just seriously a shame. And, and uh did you see the Bills tweet during after the Ravens had declared him out? They said I, you know, wishing at LJ era eight a speedy recovery. Yeah, and and I read that and I was like, they're being sincere. Mm-hmm. That wasn't but like I a cheesy. Let's I get like don't want to hear it. <laughs> like it was one of those. Just like <laughs> I, I, I know you're being sincere, but I am not. I, I am not in a place to read this, and and appreciate your your condolences the sentiment behind it yeah, yeah. i uh good little so, trick by whoever so their many, social media managers so many words, likes i'll tell you that in so many words and this i'm um, this is coming after i said so many nice things about the bills in so many words fuck <laughs> off bills yeah you just went from like a yeah we're rooting for them nothing but yeah no like i, I, I half, it's like, i'm just telling you bills. what my brain said in in the moment when i saw that and uh, and I'm acknowledging that it was just uh, Jesus Christ. I'm watching the replay right now. It sucks. I mean, his um, head, Max. The 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 part that worried me a bit, and I you never want anyone to get a concussion, so I hate even saying that. But when they showed the replay going to the break before you kind of knew what it was, it looked like a little bit of a twist on the bottom. And I thought he messed his knee up. Or I, I had a little twinge that it might have been the knee. And then you see him fly back and you realize the head. But just for that split second with him not getting up. Uh, but then they were working on his head too. So it was, well, and it was, because we didn't, we couldn't see the hit. We didn't. Yeah, you couldn't I feel see like it. You on saw the, him. You saw his legs get grabbed, and then you saw him throw it away. Yeah. So that's what I was. You know, you don't want a guy to get anything. But for like, if he had, you know, torn ACL or something there, I mean, yeah. that's even more devastating than hopefully what's a minor concussion. Now you, Gosh, concussions are horrible. So I can't. You know, I, I to say. yeah, the severity of concussions are also 
really unpredictable and can be all over the map. And um, gosh, I I hope that he uh, it's not too severe because I mean he's gonna be kind of trying to consume and and take take you know swallow the pill that is this loss and that tough throw that he made while also not necessarily being in the most uh right headspace i don't know yeah it's i i really hope that he um that he recovers and and all that and um i'm just i mean i'm bummed i just feel for him so much because he this, this is kind of a uh to a degree, a final thought. I mean, this team, this team had a lot of heart. I mean, they had a lot go against them. Um, some of it self-inflicted, some of it not. And they really battled hard. This team battled hard to get back into a position um, to give themselves the chance that I think that we all believe that they were worthy of, that they were capable of. And they got back to a spot here where they could um, – you know, avenge or whatever you want to call it, change what happened last season when they were, uh, you know, top dog going into the playoffs. And, you know, it was really nice to get that win last week. And it was nice to put that, you know, get that win on, under the buckle for, for Lamar. But um, ultimately, ultimately we had higher goals for this team and they didn't achieve them. And uh, that's, that's what's going to be tough to, tough to uh, think about for these next few days or next few months. I got, I got two more things. And then Taylor, sure. if you want to take it away. Um, so Judon again, Taylor, I feel like this is Taylor's favorite part of all the instant analysis is scrolling through the, the quotes and the tweets. I do do that. Did you see Judon's quote? I, I haven't. I have not. I saw so he, Calais. I saw Orlando Brown. I saw Mark Andrews and Tarball. Judon opens press conference by thanking the Ravens organization. The last five years, man, it's been a hell of a ride. So, again, I know Banks, you've talked about it in the past. Jesus. If they had wanted him long term, he would have been, they would have already let him, they would have already gotten the deal done. But again, opening the, the, the press conference like that after the playoff loss is, uh, I don't know if that's saying something. And um, number two, can we talk about <laughs> Lamar today during the, uh, during the day? Just posting on Instagram and Twitter about this pizza place in Towson. Oh man, <laughs> it's I was talking about this on the golf course today. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't thing. know about this. He was doing it last night. Blaze Pizza. Yeah. It's Blaze Pizza. It's not just any pizza place. It's Blaze Pizza. Fucking get- LeBron's there's, place. There's 500 of those things. Could you imagine? Like, how much did that park. cost to get him? The, yeah. the I know you're not trying to make this into no, a thing no, that is not. I know you're not. I know you're not. I just chuckled at it, and I thought, yeah, I was just like, oh, jeez. How does that, how does that just, conversation go with the agent? Like, hey, you think we can get this tweet sent out at four? There's no agent. Oh, that's right. Hey, There's well, no agent. He's got to have people, though. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he does. Can. I mean, he's got people in his ear. I, yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any. Problem. I mean, he he may not even be posting that. May, oh, you know, sure make that did. money, Lamar. I just is just not not a great. Optically, probably should have done it a couple of days ago. I agree. It was I, that was the thing great. that that I just kind of chuckled at. It was like I like looked down. I was like, it's like four thirty five o'clock, and he's putting. Yeah, it's through. like this is not going to be perceived well by no, some. No, not at all. But that's. That was just me taking note of that, but yeah, yeah those, are my, those are my last. Thanks for bringing it up, though. I appreciate it. I, I'm trying to, you know, lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was. I agree. I saw it, and I was like, "Hey, this, this um, is pens, pens, caps tomorrow at noon. Pitchers and catchers a month from today, baby. It's uh, <laughs> I'm giving you guys the pep talk that I mentally gave myself last week. St. <laughs> Patty's Day two months from today, so. Uh, I, I don't want to get too uh, too uh, hyped up for that. But. I'm gonna get sloshed. 
the local sports world rolls on. Judon did preface what you said, Eric. He said, I don't know what's going to happen next year. And then said those, mm. uh, those other three things. For I, I, I didn't see that part. I just saw yeah, the Yeah, I just saw from, from Jonas from the Sun. I don't know what's going to happen next year. I don't know what's going to happen in my future. The past five years has been a hell of a ride. I wouldn't ask for another organization. Uh, we were going to go out fighting regardless. It's hard to go out like this, but I just want everybody in the locker room to understand there can only be one winner. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So to finish, to, yeah, to finish this off, I guess my one, my my one or two final things would be echoing what Banks said. I think you know it's it's an interesting season to put into context um, at the end of it because I do think that the Ravens did show a lot of heart. They did fight throughout the year. They obviously had a ton of adversity, some not of their making, some of their making uh, throughout the season. They had some weird stuff go on. I think every team did with 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 COVID-19. Um, they had some tough injuries. I think we continue to just totally forget that Ronnie Stanley hasn't been around for two months. Yeah, Nick um, Boyle, just, too. Nick Boyle's a big both factor. Giant, both giant parts. Um, but ultimately, the Ravens were a Super Bowl or bust type of team this year, and they didn't even get to the AFC Championship game. And I don't want to use it's hard to use the word failure, but ultimately they failed uh, yeah. very high and lofty goals. And that and that's hard for fans to hear because it's just nice to have your team in the playoffs. It's nice to win a playoff game. But when you come off of 14 and two and the disappointment and you add Campbell and you add Wolf and you add some a, a draft class that everybody universally across the board thought was great um, to get back to the same point and lose again is a failure for the Ravens. So they have to now, and we'll, we'll, we'll visit it on, on Wednesday, all the things in the off season. Um, and there will be a lot to talk about. Judon is a big part of that list, I think. Um, and, and a few other guys, so we will, we will touch on that, but that would, I guess, be my one thing. Ravens, you know, they have the mantra play like Raven. I tr- truly believe that this Ravens team did that throughout the year, but they also did not live up to the expectations that they had internally and that, you know, the media and fans also had for them. So um, interesting season to put into context. Uh, it was fun doing these instant analysis after every game. I don't think I've ever, we, you know, the three, obviously you blog banks, but to, you know, have to sort of hash it out after each one. I hope everyone liked this and enjoyed this. Let us know if there's anything you would change or, or want differently, shorter, longer, more talk about what, whatever. Uh, we're going to come back and do them again next year. So, uh, and who the hell knows if the Orioles put themselves in a position to do something, we'll do some Orioles in the analysis too. I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know as RDT wears the, uh, the Trey Mancini fight shirt avoided arbitration, baby. Let's get the Let's get the pitchers and catchers to Florida. Um, and, and we will, we will break down the entire offseason. Obviously the draft Ravens have a big draft coming up again, have some holes to fill. Um, but very, very fun to do these after each games. We wish yeah. we could have kept doing them. Uh, yeah any final thoughts for the boys here i i totally concur like um i mean that was a pretty good uh comprehensive uh to a degree of sign off that you had there um all in all i i mean i said after they lost to the chiefs and and after a couple days of thinking about it i said i'm not going to move the goalposts on the 2020 ravens i sat here on this very podcast and i said i'm not going to move the goalposts these are the expectations for the Ravens. This is what I, I hope. This is what they're capable of. And they came short of those goals. And that's that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, it's a little easier to, to swallow, I suppose, because of aforementioned um, adversity that they faced. And um, But regardless, I, I'm disappointed for sure. And 
I, I, this is part of what we can talk about next week and in the weeks to come. I still feel strongly that this team is set up for success in the long term. I still feel strongly that Lamar Jackson is a quarterback that can have great success in this league, and he's going to be our guy for a long time. What that means in terms of contracts and all those types of things, again, are things that we'll talk about in the future. But um, I do want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to these. It's been it's been a roller coaster ride, but they've been very fun. Um, and especially like here through COVID, you know, we do these podcasts over Zoom. And um, ideally, I think at least to some degree, we'd like to do some of them in person or even at a bar or something. And that might be in the future. But um, we, we thank everybody for being on this ride and, and sticking with us. And we've, you know, we, we, I, we, we feel that we, we um, have improved and we took something that was kind of raw and we've, we've developed a little bit over here as a podcast and um, you know, our listener numbers have been growing and we feel very excited about that. And as the off season approaches, yes, we're going to talk about what the, the, the long-term means for the Ravens. We're definitely going to talk a shit ton about the Orioles. Like we're going to shift modes here for sure. We're going to talk about the Orioles because uh, they've got a very exciting future and that future might not necessarily mean 2021 20, can, you know, contention here, but there's going to be a lot of talk about that. We're going to talk about Maryland athletics. We're going to talk about um, maybe some caps hockey, but we're also just going to dive into the weeds about Baltimore life. Like just things that, um, exist here and the culture that exists in Baltimore. I mean, we're talking about some, some off the wall, off, you know, off color interviews. And if, if you've been along for the ride and been listening, you know, really for the Ravens content, I assure you that this podcast is, is set up to evolve beyond just Ravens content. Like we have a lot in store. So thank you for everybody who's been along for the ride. Um, we're as disappointed as all of you of, of how this season has ended, but we thank you for, for hanging out with us and having some fun. And there's a lot more fun to be had. Very well said. Very well said. I will leave Ravens Ravens fans on this last thought. Your 27 free agents, Judon and Gakwe, Sneed, Wolf, Skura, oh Griffin, third, Levine, Moore, Bowser, McPhee, Cox, Fluker, Williams, Bryant, Ward, Ellis, Richards, Tomlinson, the Gus bus, DeAndre White, Johnny Townsend. Oh, no. Devontae oh, Harris. Townsend. Kristen Colon Castillo, Antoine Wesley, Dorsey Welch. Board, that is your prep for the uh, the offseason podcast that we'll, we'll preview coming up on Wednesday. As Banks said, as RDT said, thank you to everyone for listening. We cannot wait to continue to talk Baltimore and all the local area sports as we go through the rest of 2021, which will eventually include another Ravens season as we head towards the fall. And we will see you next time on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood.